Hello, Kayla. Hello, Harrison. Welcome back to Christmas. Welcome back to the Christmas mini fire edition of Kayla and Harrison. We're on fire. I feel like I'm on fire, Harrison. Have you ever watched, um, well, I'm sure you have. This is a stupid question, but have you watched Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes. So you know the newest season that was on Netflix and it was called The Gauntlet? No. Okay, so, well, I it's so it's the same premise as all the other ones, but there's this kind of running thing where it's like, there's going to be no time in between the movies that they make the main human character watch. It's a gauntlet. It's just going to go on and on and on and on and on. Do you see the parallel I'm about to make here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are in a mini Christmas gauntlet. And it got to the point where today I was driving home from a, the vet with my lizard. <laughs> Um, my Alaskan snow lizard, and um, someone on the radio was talking about Christmas, and I was like, there's no way Christmas was so long ago, because at this point, I'm so full up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do you Of Christmas I'm cheer? I'm so full up on Christmas, and I'm like, Christmas hasn't already happened, but I've watched Christmas happen over and over yeah. again in 90-minute chunks. How could it not have happened in real life? I also had a similar experience where I was like, wait, did Christmas already happen? No. I was like, oh. What day, what day is this? Where am I? I was like, I'm excited for that holiday. And then I was like, it already happened. Oh, that sucks. I have to wait till next year. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> did it though? <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Oh. So today so, we, today we, uh, today we're going, we're going in. Today we're reviewing the film that I thought would be my favorite of these gauntlet <laughs> films. Yes, safe to say, let down in that way. Yes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> um, so today is the third of our five days of Christ Bush, yes. and it's it's Wednesday, the twenty third. Mm-hmm. It's a cool. There's a cool summer breeze here in Alaska because it's summer here. I'm and, pretty sure it's winter here. <laughs> We're in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I went outside. It was warm. Um, oh, okay. Well, I haven't been outside except for what I said earlier about the vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was through the Alaska tunnel you took. Um, so, so dope. Uh, that's what we pay. Uh, we get a tax break for living in Alaska. They actually pay us, and um, the money that we raise in turn that's goes to thing. the Alaska tunnel. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is the Alaska Andy tunnel. Andy Yang told me about that. So <laughs> personally, my personal friend Andy Yang. Who lives in Alaska with us? Yes. Told us about a law that we that affects us directly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's a law. Whatever. Oh, who knows? It's Christmas. <laughs> ask, ask my friend Andy. I don't know. It's Christmas. Hey, you know what? Sometimes people call this time of year Harrison. Solstice, Yule. Well, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say the happiest season, Harrison. Oh. Name the damn film. Yep. You don't remember what movie we're talking about, which is granted because again, I'm so full up. It's a movie. This is the one on Hulu with Kristen Stewart with K-Stew, as I'm going to refer to her as. And Mackenzie Davis. Don't forget Mackenzie Davis. I want to. (laughs) Do you know what other movie we've reviewed that Mackenzie Davis is in? What? No. Think about it. I'm going to look it up because I have no idea. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'm looking it up. San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. Is she one of the main women? Yeah, one of the two. Oh, 
suppose. Yeah, she be acting. She do be acting. Um, so, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. Happiest Season is a big old gay movie. It's it's essentially fine. So there's all these whole, there's this whole genre of Christmas movies that are like all everyone knows that they're not like structurally sound. They're just fluffy, fluffy Christmas movies that people like, like Hallmark movies. Yes. And it was fine. Actually, you know, God damn, I should have looked this up before. I went to a screening of a film that marketed itself as the like original lesbian Christmas movie. Fuck, it was a really cool... What the hell was the name of that movie? It also had a dumb name. Wait, I remember. It was called Seasons of Love. <gasps> like Seasons Rent. of Love. Yes. It was and called I, Rent. I, um, they had a and a afterwards, and I was like, is Seasons of Love a, a Rent reference? And they were like, yes. And then, hold on. Crap. I should have looked this up. Oh, it's not even got a Wikipedia page? That doesn't seem right. It, I swear to God, it's real. There is a lesbian Christmas movie out there called Season, or maybe it's called like Session of Love. I don't know. The point is, a couple. This was a couple years ago. Oh wait, wait, wait. Is it called Five Hundred Twenty Five Thousand Six Hundred Minutes? No. (laughs) I hate you so bad. No, I'm pretty sure it's called Seasons of Love. Fuck. Okay, no, I wait. I can't find it. I swear to God. There's already a queer Christmas movie called something similar to Seasons of Love. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was an enjoyable romp. One of the main girls in it, like the two the two women who fall in love, that's the premise of the film, of course, is deaf. God, I'm not making this up. Anyway, I can find no proof on the internet that I'm not <laughs> making this up. But I swear. Well, if it's not on the internet, it's not yeah. true. Well, I don't remember the, the point of that movie, but I remember the point of this movie, which is that two grown women Harrison who have been dating for at least a year um are gonna meet one of their parents for Christmas Mackenzie's family Harper is her name in the film Harper Harper waits to be clear Harper waits until they're almost at her parents house and she's like oh my parents are very fancy bougie people and my dad's a mayor or something I don't fucking know and she waits until poor case to the love of my life is trapped and they're almost in bumfuck wherever to say, oh, and by the way, my parents don't know I'm gay, even though I told you that I told them that I was gay and that we were dating. But in fact, I'm just going to tell them that you're my sad, pathetic friend who has nowhere else to go on Christmas and you have to sleep in the basement and it's going to be a miserable time. Yeah, it's Did a I lot. Just, it's a lot. That's not the premise of this film. It's a lot. So, not yeah, not only let's parse it out a little bit. Not only does she say we are not dating, mm-hmm. then she reveals that they don't even know that she's gay. Yes. So it's like f- double whammy hits Kristen Stewart in the face twice. Abby, and Abby is like, "What in the fuck?" Grown women. These are not teenage girls, just to be clear. No, in their 30s, Dan Levy yeah. plays the fun gay friend who Case Stu calls and is like, what the fuck? And he's like, get the fuck out of there. Mm. That's before they even meet the family. So I feel like, based on the way that this movie is set up in that way, mm-hmm. 
and this and and knowing that this is a rom-com mm-hmm. i think that you expect there to be like some levity after that right that there's, never happens <laughs> there i honestly there's barely any levity in this film and and it's only the only levity comes mo- well it mostly comes from that guy from Shit's Creek Dan, Dan Levy. Levy and he and it's not that much and then the little sister of the fancy mayor family oh, she's also yes. comedic relief and she actually in my opinion has the best moment in the whole film it comes at the end so I'll hold off and then no Aubrey Plaza's not funny she's just like the only real person in this whole film yeah oh my god I, I was so disappointed in this Harrison this is really clouding my whole my whole thing. I, if I can just summarize the plot of this film in all the ways that Harper is one of the worst people in any film ever, if I may. You may. If I can tell it from that perspective. So Harper, who is not Case Two, <laughs> <laughs> Harper not only lies to Kristen Stewart because I want to be clear that there's nothing wrong with not coming out until you're ready. I would never pressure someone out of the closet. Right. The problem is not her being in the closet. The problem is she doesn't tell her girlfriend. And then traps her girlfriend physically and emotionally into that, like, weird, like, that weird, terrible time that, like, every queer person has in their life where they, they're just, they can't express themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, she forces her girlfriend back into the closet. Yeah. Which at first is, like, a joke, right? Like, they make light of it. Yeah, because at one point she gets stuck in the closet when she's trying to sneak up to harper's room she gets she literally gets stuck in the closet it's like ho 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 but the word do you remember what she did to aubrey plaza's character because i feel like they barely talk about it oh yeah she like gaslit her she in high school she like she had this love affair and they were like trading poems and then yeah and she gaslit her and she told the whole school like why are you so obsessed with me like she pulls a a janice ian uh you know moment Regina George situation where she's like, not only am I not gay, but Aubrey Plaza is obsessed with me, and that's disgusting. Ew, everyone, ew. That is the Har- Harper does that. Yeah, and that's fifteen years prior. Like this character couldn't be more unlikable. And honest, honestly, and you don't even like her because you like Kristen Stewart. Like it's not like they're cute together, really. Yeah, it feels so forced. So. I- I'm sorry, I'm ranting. Continue, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) So, long story short, Clea Duvall, who directed this film, famous actress. Oh, wait. Queer icon. Wait a minute. Um, Oh my god, that's... But I'm a cheerleader. Yep. What the hell? I didn't know she directed this. Why did she do this to me, personally? (laughs) Right? Uh... She did the she did the screenplay, and directed it. It's just so. And so, ever since this came out, everyone's I'm not everyone, but a lot of people have been very critical of it, as they should be, because the whole thing that like was exciting about this movie was that there was a queer Christmas movie, and there's two lesbian characters, and everyone who is represented as a queer person in the movie is an actual queer actor. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we're given the most manipulative person 
yes to try to identify with or come to terms with and it's not to say that there aren't manipulative people all over the spectrum but but that's not what this was supposed this to be about like to make this undermined by that just feels really terrible <laughs> and there's so many calls for like give us a fucking normal movie that's not based on a normal queer movie and representation where it's not based on like a toxic character trait or a caricature of a gay person or someone has to die in order for us to like identify with them and be able to sympathize with them. And like all, there's all Mm -hmm. these calls for like a normal movie where the queer person is just a person Mm -hmm. because we don't get that very often. And that's why I was so like, I guess to speed up a little bit, I was kind of disappointed in Dan Levy participating in this because he literally made Shit's Creek on that platform. And I feel like he was, you know, cherished for it for a good reason. And granted, he's not the main character in this movie, but he is, I mean, it, <laughs> he is featured heavily and it just feels so disingenuous. Like, mm-hmm. and to hear Clea Duvall be like, well, I wanted to show like real things that happen. Or, I'm, I'm, uh, what's the word? Uh, I can't think today. <laughs> I'm summarizing some words that she said uh, mm-hmm. or generalizing. And she basically said like, well, this happens just like it happens to other people. But the resolution to all of this feels so nasty. And it's to trap Kristen Stewart in the relationship after she's like emotionally abused her this whole movie. Mm-hmm to trap her in the relationship at the end and be like, but I came out for you. Like it's for you. I did this for you. Like, yeah. Trap guilt is what that is. Yeah. And it's like, and now I can change. Now I can be myself now that I've put you through all this bullshit. And I, and the hope is like, I think Clea Duvall said the hope is that like, they will go on to prove that they can be decent people after this or whatever. And not even they Harper specifically, I know, there's um, nothing wrong with Kristen Stewart in this film. She's just a normal person. Maybe that's the yeah. person that everyone is really thinking of when they uh, feel positive feelings about this movie. You mentioned um, this idea that like everyone everyone gets uh, an, uh, a film like this, and that was one of the aims here, and it made me think of a Dolly Parton quote when asked about gay marriage. And she makes the joke that, like, well, if straight people can be miserable, haha, because the joke is that marriage is miserable. Right. And, like, gay people should be able to be miserable. And I did have a thought where I was like, this is the long con, Harrison. They made a terrible <laughs> queer Christmas movie so that queer people could finally understand. Like, oh, Hallmark Christmas movies are garbage. Yeah. Do you think that this is, like, a performance piece? <laughs> is that what this is? Oh, how I wish that were it. <laughs> I... Oh my god, I had, I just, I can't believe, when you looked at, by the way, I, again on this drive home from the vet, I heard an ad on our, our local hits radio station, and it was like one of the, the radio DJs being like, I know how stressful it is when you have to introduce your beau to, to your parents, and that universal experience is captured in the breakout hit happiest season that everyone loves, and I was like, like I, it's and then not, when I, it's not even it, like it's got a good score on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand. Like, and I, but when we, you mentioned it's been getting a lot of criticism. For me personally, I feel like 
what it is is that it seems all the critics like it. It's got this good buzz or whatever, but every person I know, every person I know who sat down and watched this film that I'm personally friends with has been like, oh my God, yeah, this is toxic. Yeah. Um, that film shouldn't have ended with these two people being together. This is not a good relationship. Right. Yeah, it's it's a toxic, toxic relationship. Um, mm-hmm. So we kind of slip, <laughs> kind of uh, skip the plot altogether, but basically... <laughs> These two lesbians, well, I, these two friends. There's not much of a plot, I mean, <laughs> to be honest. They go home for the holidays, and it's her mission to ruin Kristen Stewart's life, apparently, because she ignores her the whole time she's there and goes back out with her ex-boyfriend and ex-girlfriend and gets drunk and ignores her and comes home. And then and... gets mad when Stu hangs out with the ex-girlfriend for, like, a minute. Because she has no one else to talk to and realizes it would be so expensive to try and get an Uber home. Um, Plus, also, you know, like, she these are. Have go- Sorry, go ahead. She doesn't have good money. She's a dog. I've literally been in the situation where I've, I've walked dogs and, like, taken care of cats and shit over the holidays. And that's where you make the bulk of your money. And she has to have Dan Levy do it. So, this is not a rich woman. She right. is losing money so that she can be forced back into the closet and have an absolutely miserable time with boring, horrible, rich people. Yes. Oh. Well, I'm ready for my review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there's more characters and there's more to it, but we pretty much told you everything you need to know. The movie's Honestly. toxic. <laughs> I give it. I. Do you want me to go first, or are you gonna go first? Yeah. Go. No. Go ahead. Um. I'm gonna give this movie a three out of six. Tell me why. I think that's very generous. Tell me why. It is very generous. Um, I think that, uh, it's so tough, but I think it is to be commended the fact that this was created by a queer woman. She wrote it and there's so many queer people in the cast and as much as it pains me to say it is, you know, uh, it would be disingenuous to say that there are not toxic relationships everywhere. Sure. Um, and to that point, it's acted very well. You know, everyone acts very well in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And it is like, for me personally, most Christmas movies of this kind of general wash are not interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go into it expecting it to be like amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But I also didn't expect to go into it feeling so shitty afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like a 50% is, like, appropriate. Okay. All right. I accept that. I I have a similar cop-outs thing. <laughs> go for it. I'm giving the film a two. <coughs> Excuse me. Good Lord. <coughs> <coughs> you can't even say it. I can't even say it. It's a two. Because it should be a one, but one is our lowest score. And I want to give at least one bit of accolade for exactly what you said. The fact that it is this major film that's being advertised on mainstream radio. And it's it's a flagship film for Hulu. It's a big deal. like And, and you know, <laughs> it, it's just one more piece of the, of the, of the puzzle of getting, you know, straight people to be exposed to how 
queer people are not something to be feared. Yeah. They're just normal people, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so kudos for that. But that pretty much, I just have such a problem with what it is. And I really enjoyed it up until I realized that the film wasn't about, because I hadn't watched a trailer or seen the promotional images or anything. I just watched it because a friend of mine, Ginny, was like, did you hear that there's a gay Christmas movie coming out on Hulu? And it was like, no, of course, I have to watch that immediately. Um, I thought it was, I honest to God, thought it was going to be about Kristen Stewart's character getting with Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. I, I thought that for a good amount of the film. Which is what and everyone it, is like, why didn't that happen? Even Aubrey Plaza made, was interviewed and was like, it should have happened. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Because it's, they actually have real chemistry. They seem to be happy when they're together. Um, both of them had been fucked over by this main girl whose bangs drove me crazy the whole <laughs> film. Which maybe is a problem only because Kristen Stewart's hair was the most gorgeous. I mean, she's, a, she's, she's beautiful. Have you seen Her, the movie Underwater? It's a horror movie. No. Okay, well you should. But hey, I did. Girl. I did hear a hot take that this movie is actually, if you think about it as a horror movie, it's really effective, which I liked. Whoa. <laughs> well, if you think of this movie as as a romantic comedy set during Christmas, that and that case too, and Aubrey Plaza are going to get together, but then you stop the film with like twenty minutes left. And you're what like, an amazing oh film. no. Although if you did do that, you would miss out on genuinely my favorite part, which is the littlest sister. So there's the three sisters. There's Harper, who's the middle child, and then there's the oldest, who's going through a divorce. And she's but the she's angry one. That secret, yeah. And then the little sister, who seems to be a real like mommy and daddy's girl. Very whatever, charming. Juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the film, when when it's like I'm gay, and then the other sister's like I'm getting a divorce, and then the littlest sister is like. I don't have any secrets to share, but I'm an ally. I genuinely <laughs> laughed out loud at that. That was like an A-plus moment. That yes. in itself almost earns the two. <laughs> yeah. That was a but good other, moment. I just, yeah. And then, and then, you're expe- and then you watch that, that, the end credits where it's like this happy Instagram photos that happen after the, the plot of the film. Gaslighting is, is, should just be the tagline of this film yeah. instead of, this holiday, everybody's secrets are coming out, which is its actual tagline. It oh, should just God. be happiest season. Do you want to get gaslit? <laughs> like <laughs> this is a Ugh. horror movie. Jesus Christ. Anyway, two out of six is generous. So there you go. Yep. So it's three out of six, but we did what we did. Um, yes. What else was I was gonna say something else? Um, shit, had it. Now I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say this feels like. A queer movie made for straight people. That's that's literally what it is. Like I understand that it was directed and written by queer people and performed by queer people, but it just reads like they're like <laughs> all. It's it's like going back to the Dolly Parton. Yeah. Quote. The 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 joke is that married people hate each other. <laughs> all couples hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's I so I feel sad. like the takeaway is like Clea Duvall. Who hurt you, and we're sorry that they did. I'm so sorry. I love you. Yeah, we love you, Clea Duvall. But I'm a cheerleader. We who, stand. The faculty? Who, ugh. Ex- perfection. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. Can't hardly wait. 
Oh, girl are you in, saying girl who, interrupted? You, did she? Did She's she, all she that. Says, she says it's semi autobiographical. Is that what made you say that? I just I just scanned over on one of my very many tabs. Wait, what? Said, what? What made me say what? It says it says here that Duvall has said that the film is a semi autobiographical take on her own experiences with her family. Um, I did not read that, but I did read in an interview she did about But I'm a Cheerleader and basically being like a closeted queer person in Hollywood um, and how difficult it was, especially I think But I'm a Cheerleader was her first movie. I don't, I mean, I possibly. Um, so that means she's the Harper in this movie. Oh, oh mm-mm. work yeah. on yourself. Yeah, work get it together. Yourself. Uh, Bottom of Cheerleader was definitely after Can't Hardly Wait and The Faculty, and She's All That. Oh, well, then there you go. And Girl Interrupted. Well, same year. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, this was an extra special normal episode length for this film, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, y'all are welcome. Tomorrow will be another day. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the gauntlet tomorrow. <laughs> so thank you all for listening to our mini episode. Come back tomorrow. Bye. For another Christ-filled romp. Uh, uh, hopefully a wonderful film that I will love. We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> Bye. Bye.